0: Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of Studs Up Sounders. Uh, My name is Callum Heap. I'm joined alongside me by Aaron Johnson. It's good to be here. And uh, yeah, we're Studs Up Sounders. You can find us um, on Facebook, just searching Studs Up Sounders. You can find our Facebook page there. And we're also on Twitter, um, at Studs Up Sounders. And then uh, you can also find us at www.studsup.com podbean.com as well you can find the podcast there and we're also on iTunes basically just google us and we'll yeah, know, we're, we'll see we're us. everywhere yeah we have way
1: way more of an internet presence than we have listeners
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah true well anyway uh, we'll get started today with uh, the game against Chicago uh, last uh, on the weekend and uh, Seattle won that two to one it mm-hmm. was um, Kind of a very nervous last 10-15 uh, minutes of the game when uh, Chicago got an equalizing goal. But uh, for the most part, pretty comfortable for Seattle.
1: Yeah, well, I, I didn't think it was a comfortable game at all, actually. I, thought no. we, I mean, we had to scrape it out, I thought. It was a pretty rough and tumble game. Um, I thought we definitely earned that win in every respect.
0: Yeah, I mean, and always to, going work for it. going on the road is always going to be difficult. But uh, I think that uh, I think that they that the guys did well. We had a lot of um, people return back from injury, which was really helpful, like Mauro Rosales and Johansson, Hansen. and uh, that kind of stable, you know, stable up the the midfield and the defense a little bit. And I thought Eddie, Eddie really Johnson well. got his first goal. Yeah, and he hit the post earlier, and then mm-hmm. they finally got a goal, which was nice to see. Uh-huh. And then uh, Estrada got another goal. Which did they decide if that was an own goal? You know, I don't know. It's a think, definitely a deflection. I think it should have been an own goal. Um, but if they give it to Estrada, great. I mean, that's five goals in six games for him, so that's fantastic. Yeah, pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. No matter where they stick him, if they even if they stick him back in, uh, back in the midfield, he can still grab a goal, which is nice to mm-hmm. see. And then Papa scored the goal for uh, Marcos Papa. Marco Papa scored the goal for Chicago. Uh, the
1: off the corner.
0: Yeah, well I mentioned I mentioned him in the previous podcast mm-hmm. as, as a guy to watch out for and he came off actually off the bench uh, and actually uh, grabbed a goal and that made the last 10 minutes just very nerve-wracking. Um, it wasn't easy <laughs> at that end part. It was a wind-aided
1: goal-off corner kick in Spurning's defense.
0: Yeah, well, it was straight off the corner. I mean, it yeah. didn't it didn't uh, touch wind, anybody. The wind
1: definitely definitely helped get it in
0: for sure. It just went right in the top corner, right over just looped over the top of Gasperning, and it was just kind of one of those freak goals. Um, and Chicago scored a goal before that that was disallowed for offsides because of a uh, player interfering with Gasperning's view yeah. of the shot, standing right in front of him, blocking, standing right in front of him. Do you couldn't, think that? Do you think that him.
1: was? Uh, do you think that was the correct call from the refs? Oh yeah. I think so. I mean, there was two guys that were standing offsides, um, whether, I mean, he took the shot, whether they would have had an influence in the, in getting the goal in or not, but they were, the guy was definitely on Gusperning's line. And, uh, and was yeah, interfere with the play. I don't know if they made the right call.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it was weird because I think that the referee was going to give the goal, but the linesman, uh, put his flag up for offsides and, uh, the ref and the linesman had a, you know, mm-hmm. a little discussion for a while of whether or not uh, it was a goal or not, and I like to see that. I like to see that that they're both on the right page. That they'll take the time to just kind of talk about it, discuss it. Okay, was it a goal? Was it not a goal? Was the player offsides impeding with uh, with a possible save from Gasparyn right. or not? And uh, I think that they got the decision correctly. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's no rule that says the ref has to make a call on the field like right there in the moment.
1: Like they can take as long as they want to to yeah. knock it over and make sure they get the right call. I mean, all
0: the Colorado player. I mean, sorry, all the um, Chicago. Chicago players were all celebrating because they thought that they had scored a goal and they were all off celebrating. Um, and, but then uh, you know the refs uh, called it back for uh, for a free kick. So um, so yeah, so the Sounders win. We're now four wins, one draw. One loss, which is the best start we've ever had to an MLS season mm-hmm. after so six the, games, and the one loss was off a BS. Oh Olympic. yeah, that was we should be ridiculous. undefeated right now. We really should be.
1: That's true. Yeah, um, it's, been a, it's been a great season. If everybody else wasn't having such a great season, like the San Jose's and the, like the yeah San Jose's having a and fantastic the, season, the Kansas City's, then uh, then we would be we'd be doing. Well yeah, us, we ha- we have
0: quite a few games to play as well, so that's we have two games up. or We have two games in the hole. Yeah, the exactly. So you know, we can definitely definitely come back from that. And uh, yeah, anything else to talk about with the Chicago game? Oh, the
1: uh, the riot on the field at the end of the game. Probably. Oh yeah,
0: that was crazy. What was
1: there. It was uh, Jaleel Anababa and who who was the Sounder guy that that he was trying to fight. I know. Somebody said that.
0: Uh, well, I know that Ozzy Alonso, Alonso and Brad Evans were in the thick of it. Um, they were kind of, uh, well, they weren't. They, they were. They were talking and pushing a lot, and uh, it really got really bad at the end. There, I mean, uh, a lot of kind of pushing and what we call in England handbags being thrown about. You know, n- no real. Punches or anything, but just kind of pushing here and there, and a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of talk, but no action but then,
1: yeah, uh, there was suspensions came out of it uh Lani Lanibaba from Chicago got suspended a red card, and then uh Frank Kloppas, the
0: coach uh, got post game suspension for one game, really. So he's gonna have to be on this, on uh, you know, in the stands then for the one of the he games. He will be, he will be in the stands or in the booth for for their next game. Wow! Okay. And
1: then, uh, and then Eddie Johnson got a fine, as he was walking out of the stadium, he uh, there, a fan got a video of him flipping off a fan because <laughs> he was the fan was yelling at him and uh, couldn't dear. control himself, and so MLS laid down a little bit of a fine for Eddie Johnson.
0: Well, at least he's not going to be banned any games. I think the fine he could probably deal with, you know, especially as he's played in Europe, he's probably a bit uh, wealthier than some of the other MLS, you know, players. But, uh, you know, it's a good thing that he's he scored a goal. He looked, you know, really good actually in this game. He's, you know, kind of game by game, just making strides, you know, starting to kind of become the player that we're hoping that he's going to be. And uh, you know, it seems like he's getting the starts now and um, you know, hopefully he'll make a big impression against LA on uh tomorrow. Right. Yeah, no, I think he will. I
1: think he I mean he wants to impress on the big stage against LA and um keeps on improving like he has. Um I think he'll do well for us.
0: Yeah. So obviously a huge game tomorrow. And the only reason why it is a huge game is just because it's L.A. It doesn't even necessarily... I mean, L.A. haven't got off to a we great could, start. We could both be at the bottom of the standings and it would
1: still be a huge game.
0: Exactly. Just because of that rivalry
1: that's been built over the years. And how we just cannot figure out a way to beat L.A. We have in The last two seasons, we haven't beat them outside of U.S. Open Cup. Yeah. We're 0-5-1. In the last two years against which LA, is, we scored one goal. They scored eleven on us. That's that so five bad. that five to zero game. Oh yeah, years ago. Yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah, you know, I got it's my just money back for that one. Yes, <laughs> a lot of oh well, yeah, everybody that went to the game did. It's just yeah, it, it it hasn't been very good against LA. We've never been able to kind of find the key to unlock them yet. And uh, it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, it's in CenturyLink Fields uh, tomorrow, which is Wednesday, and the game starts at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Now, um, big news is David Beckham might not travel with the team. Yeah, because they, uh, they've
1: they played three games, what do you say, three games in the last week? Well,
0: that if he did play today, he would be playing three games in one week, which okay. they do not want him to do. And they have... New York coming up, and so they want, uh, yeah. at least the MLS definitely wants at
1: least one marquee player in that game.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, they played uh, they played last weekend, and then they have the game here on Wednesday, and then they've got uh, to play New York um, next Saturday, which is a televised ESPN game, and I think because of that, they're going to try and save David Beckham, so... L.A. We're gonna say, um, well, basically Bruce Arena, who's the coach of L.A., has come out and said that you know he's gonna just take it day by day with David Beckham, one game at a time. Essentially, he's, he's gonna decide today, being
1: Tuesday, if he's gonna fly or not. So they probably already know. Yeah, um, but uh, nothing's been announced yet.
0: Probably. Yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll see. It's kind of doubtful that David Beckham will even travel with the team to Seattle, which is you know a bit of a. Sad news because I think a lot of the Seattle fans wanted to come out and see and see him play. Um, I know that I myself haven't actually seen uh, David Beckham play for LA yet, and um, you know I I was kind of there's a moment I kind of want to forget. (laughs) (laughs) Really, playoff game a couple years ago, we scored from
1: half field right over. Yeah, right over Casey Keller's head. That was uh, that was disastrous.
0: But, you know, obviously um, L.A. still have some really big weapons uh, without David Beckham that uh, will really frustrate uh, Seattle. Uh, Landon Donovan, Edson Buttle, uh, to name a few. Yeah, they got their all-star team back. Edson Buttle's back from Germany. And he's uh, yep. playing playing pretty well this year. And, of course, Landon Donovan and Janino and all those guys that are really good um, but uh, there are, they do have a few injuries, um, including to their defense, really. Omar mainly. Gonzalez is the biggest one. Yeah, that's huge. He he played you uh, know during the offseason in Germany and got injured and still hasn't recovered from that. So that's yeah, torn, torn ACL is really
1: tough to come back from.
0: Yeah. And then um, uh, Ed Nilsson as well, who's another defender, is also out for L.A., so they so they do have a couple of injuries, and if Beckham doesn't go, I think, you know, we really have to take advantage of that. I think Seattle will really have to take advantage of a depleted L.A. team and mm-hmm. make sure that we actually record our first win against L.A. And we have a team that's built to take advantage of weak defenses, so uh, we'll see what we can do. I
1: mean, Siggy's built an attacking team that still has a strong defense. And, I mean, if,
0: if there's any season yet for the Sounders, this is it where we can... Showed the Galaxy what's up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there are a few injuries on the Seattle side as well that uh, we have to look into. I don't know about Rosales because he had been out for a while. He did play 60 minutes uh, against Chicago, but I don't know if he'll necessarily start. Did you hear his post-game comments? No. He said that uh, he said
1: they took him out because the guy that was guarding, I can't remember his name, but he said, "I don't think that guy likes me very much." <laughs> really, <laughs> he was playing him tough. He was going after his legs, and Siggy took him out. Um, in, what was it like the 60th minute? Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. And he said, "Yeah, he's like his post-game comments. I don't think that guy likes me very much." Oh dear. <laughs> so, well, I mean, but, if uh, he, if so he, I think he's, I think he'll play. I think he'll play tomorrow.
0: I hope so. But you know, the thing is with all the uh, with the tough kind of schedule um, that Seattle have. Um, you know, we're playing a lot of games um, this month. Um, and t- to be honest, we, we're we going to have to shuffle the pack around a little bit. And I don't think that Rosales will be able to play all the, all the games. So it's kind of like picking him for certain games. Um, and Iani months. Iani is uh, questionable with his back strain. And Alvaro Fernandez is still questionable as well. So those are two players that possibly won't play. Um Saunders have six games in the next
1: three weeks. Um, yeah. So it's going to be very, very trying on our
0: uh, the depth of our team. For sure, for sure. Uh, but I think that I think that we can do it. I think we can pull it out. Just, as I said, if Beckham doesn't doesn't travel with the team, and you know they've already got a few injuries as well, I think we really have to take advantage and and go and attack. You know, right from the beginning. Um, you know, press high and try and get an early goal. I think scoring early is going to be the key to
1: this game. For sure. Um, LA is clearly more athletic than we are. They've got the, the big-name players. Um, Landon Donovan, is, I mean, everybody's seen him, what he can do late in the game. Um, we got to get ahead early against the Galaxy.
0: Yeah, and, and, the, and the issue has been for Seattle is not being able to score at home, which is kind of weird because uh, we lost to San Jose 1-0, albeit from a horrible penalty, but we didn't score a goal. And then uh the game um against Colorado we won only one to nil and it was from a header from a corner from Zach, Zach Scott scored that, but that was in the second half towards the end of the game, sixty fourth minute or something like that. So, you know, we've actually kind of been struggling to score the last couple of games at home. So it's gonna be really important for us to to get out there and, and get and get a goal early on and just be on the attack, really. Yeah, you know, I really—I'm gonna put a prediction out there. I think
1: Montero's gonna get a golden tomorrow. You think so? Yeah, I could see the frustration on his face last game. Yeah, he was that header true. that went just high. Oh, yeah, man, you could you could see he wanted that so bad. And then the last—it was because the went the stoppage time went probably about six and a half minutes. And yes, the it is true. The did entire trip. last thirty seconds was Montero just dribbling around. Um, up in front of our goal trying to get a shot he wasn't I mean, he had guys open in front of the goal but he wanted a goal so bad.
0: Yeah he definitely uh, put his, put himself out there um, in the last game and I think that uh, he's definitely trying very hard to score a goal and so if he can score a goal against la that would be absolutely fantastic. It would be um, a great lift for him and for the, for the rest of the team so hopefully fingers crossed uh, he can he can grab a goal. Now, uh, moving on, Seattle have another game um, on Saturday, which is against Philadelphia Union. Today's game is going to be a 1.30. 1.30 kickoff in Seattle again, so two home games back-to-back. And um, Philadelphia, mid-table in the Eastern Conference, uh, didn't get off to a great start, um, but they've kind of uh, come back a little bit lately, but still... Still a little bit uh, down in the in the in the table, and um, but some some big players to watch out for. Uh, of course, the, the, the key guy uh, is Freddie Adu, um, who hasn't gotten off to a very good start of the season, but still he's he's always a threat. I think
1: he's got one goal this season, um, so it hasn't been too dangerous, but he's always a guy that can can surprise you at any second.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh so Freddie Adu is a big one. Uh Danny Kalith as well is another uh he's kind of um the crazy central defender. He he's got quite a few red cards over the years. Um so he's a bit wild uh with his tackling, but uh he's he's another one to watch out for. And then Danny Mwanga, the speedy um striker from Congo, he's only 20 years old. He's played 3 years now for uh, the Philadelphia Union uh, always amongst the goals. Uh, he's another one to look out for as well. Um, but unfortunately, they have a few injuries as well. The key one being to um, Torres, their um, 18-year-old uh, right winger, who you know is um, a great prospect, really a great player, very uh, um, fast, uh, good um, good deliveries, good quality with his crosses and things like that. So he'll be sorely missed uh, with a knee injury. He'll be out for a while. So uh, again, another one that I feel like Seattle should win. I mean, all these home games, we really should be winning. Uh, We need to make sure that CenturyLink is kind of a fortress uh, for the Seattle Sounders. Philadelphia has
1: been one of those teams that we have rough
0: history against also. Yeah. Um, Although they don't have Sebastian Latou anymore.
1: No, which is
0: good. They sold him off. So I don't feel like they're as uh, potent uh, of an attacking force, uh, you know, with with him gone. I think Mwanga and Do are still pretty threatening, but with a getting off to a very slow start, I don't think there is uh, they're, they're they're really firing on all cylinders yet in the uh, early parts of the season.
1: Yeah, no, I think if we can come off with with these two wins, then do we
0: go on the road after that? Well, no, and then uh, we actually get a, a week off, and then uh, we're back at home again against uh, Real Salt Lake. Oh yeah, for my bachelor party. For your bachelor party, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Which will be a lot of fun. That <laughs> yeah, will be a lot of fun. Um, hopefully, um, but yeah, get that'll ejected be by the 80th minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> With my my brother around and drink around, there may be some some ejections in the stands. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> um but uh yeah, no, another game that's it's gonna be fun to watch. Um, Real Lake is is doing fairly well this year, but they're definitely beatable.
0: Yeah, they've gotten off to a strong start there up at uh, first place, I think, in the in the Western Conference, but they do have a few games in hand of um San Jose and, and Seattle. But um yeah, so we do have three home games in a row and you know we really have to be taking advantage of of these home games and and winning these home games. Um, You know, they're all against very difficult teams, um, LA, Philadelphia, and Real Salt Lake, um, all teams that are normally pretty high up in the standings. And, um, you know, so we really have to take advantage of some of their slow starts, uh, especially LA. I mean, sitting down in sixth place, I think, uh, their record is three wins, uh, three losses, and one tie. So it's not uh, not a great not a great start, and um, then the uh, Philadelphia Union, as I said, haven't gotten off to a very good start either, mm-hmm. so yeah, have to win these games, I think I think the toughest
1: one's going to be the galaxy for sure, because um, they're, they're on a little bit of a streak.
0: Um, they're coming up. yeah, they've won their last two games, so they've uh, definitely started to play very well, and they seem to have our number they do.
1: So that's that's kind of frustrating. Yeah, but I we haven't we haven't won against them in two years in MLS.
0: No, yeah, the only time we've beaten them has been in U.S. Open US Cup, Open Cup, yeah. And it's been in like semifinals as well yeah, and things like at that.
1: Starfire on our short field.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so they so they seem to have on have our number as far as MLS is concerned. So you know as i said again i mean if david beckham doesn't travel this is the best opportunity we're going to get to beat them and uh we really really have to take advantage of it especially as we're getting a lot of people back from injuries i really think that uh we have to go out and we have to win and we have to win the game i'm going to have a prediction uh seattle will win 2 to 1 against la 2 to 1 yeah montero and johnson montero and johnson scoring the goals i'm going
1: to go with go two zero. 0 I think Espring is going to get a third straight shutout. Nice. Uh, Montero's going to Well, get not straight because he, cause he Chicago scored against us. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been nice, though. But, For, yeah, uh, second st- second shutout in three games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then uh, who, who, Montero's so going to get a goal. Yeah. And then uh, I think I'll go with A. Johnson. I think he could score again.
0: Yeah that's what i think so, too. Uh we haven't even talked about Robbie Keane either as well. Oh yeah, Rob- Robbie Keane's uh obviously the other european joined, playing for the galaxy. Joined for the galaxy as well, so he'll be playing um for those of you who don't know who he is, uh he's going to be actually playing for Ireland in uh, the Euros coming up in June. But uh he played for Tottenham, he he played uh he played for Celtic before that um as well. And then Tottenham again. So, you know, he's 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 a kind of a world. Well, he is a world-class player, and um, there's no question about it. He's, but he's one of those players that will not shoot past the 18-yard box. A lot of his goals are kind of Mm tap-ins, or you know, because what he's good at is he's good at creating space. He's good at separating himself from defenders. Like Jagua,
1: only a hell of a lot better. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot. Really, badly. really He's like, good
1: at sticking his leg. I out. was going to
0: say he kind of reminds me of a of a you know vintage kind of Michael Owen or Chicharito, and the fact that he makes those kind of very mazy, zigzaggy runs that okay. separates him from from the defenders. And uh, so yeah, a lot of so he nothing like Jake Wood at all. No, no, nothing like Jake at all. <laughs> Didn't
1: who did Jake sign for? He is teamless right now. He's teamless. Yeah, New England released him oh they did yeah so he's not playing for anybody around well
0: i don't think anybody will want he's him probably
1: coaching some middle school yeah somewhere
0: yeah it's too it's too bad but unfortunately he's not a good enough player to really Jake make well if you're and, listening you should give us a call and let us know how you're doing yeah exactly you can join the podcast if if you'd like uh, it might might help you might not help you really depending Jake on, how on twitter we should reach out to him we should yeah, he's probably not got very many followers we should, anymore. We should.
1: <laughs> we should just start start trying to get in contact with different people with the interview.
0: I will him. not get over the fact that you told him if he knew French or
1: not. <laughs> I asked him if he knew. I said, "I hope I, know, I hope you know French." Yeah, because you thought he French. was going to go to Montreal, but yeah, Montreal well, didn't was, even want him. Yeah, no, I mean, I was right that we uh, that we didn't protect him in the in the expansion draft, but yeah, but Montreal
0: didn't take him. No. It's great to see Montreal beat Portland. Yeah, uh, Portland's doing terrible, which is always great. Well, Portland's funny because they, they did beat they beat yeah, Kansas City because they because they beat they they beat the under the only undefeated team left in the MLS, Kansas City, who had won seven straight games, were on a it complete was, roll. It was on an own goal, though. That's true, and it was in Portland, which is always difficult. Yeah. Uh, so they go and beat the undefeated team, but then they go and lose against the team who had never won a game. Yeah. It's just complete, un- you know, inconsistency on their part. But uh, great, great to see that, and great to see uh, the olds, the, the the B team of Seattle uh, playing and beating Portland. Uh, Tyson Wall and Nagel and Nyasi. The Sounders B team is yeah, yeah, Na- yeah. Nyasi Montreal pretty much is the Sounders. Nyasi, Nagel wall yeah i think that's that's did they get latou as well i'm not really sure the other the other uh, canadian team no but uh no it's so that was that was great to see it was always it's always fun to watch um portland lose uh yeah any other kind of news around the league Not really around the
1: league there's big news today and for england the national teams you want to talk about that
0: Yeah, Roy Hodgson has been officially um, given the post of the England soccer team. Uh, So, you know, he coached um, Switzerland before that. He actually coached Switzerland while they were playing at the World Cup in the USA in 1994 and actually got them up to third place in the FIFA World Rankings. For when he was coaching Switzerland national team, England could use a turnaround. And then uh, he coached, uh, yeah, they really could. He coached Liverpool and recently West Brom. Did England miss out on the Euros? They're not, they didn't qualify for Euros, did they? They are. They're in the Euro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're in the Euros. Uh, the first game of the Euros takes place June the 11th um, and it's going to be in the Ukraine, Poland and Ukraine. Um, so the top. Uh, european countries uh will we'll do battle for that i think espn have the rights for those games so that'll be cool to watch over the summer
1: yeah
0: um but yeah his first game in charge will be a uh, friendly game against norway next month or oh, no t- towards the end of this month i think but uh, it's gonna be interesting he's got you know he's uh did the press conference this morning and he said that he wants you know all the support from everybody and you know, to try and make it easier on him to kind of, you know, just get the support of the players and get the support of the fans. And, you know, he has the complete backing from the FA. Did he leave? He left West Brom to coach. Yeah, well, he's got two games left. So what okay. What it is, is he'll, um, FA have let him, will, will let him coach the last two games for West Brom. Uh, there's two games left in the season. And then as soon as he's finished with those duties, then West Brom will be able to, um find a new coach for the you know they have a whole summer to find a new coach and he will start his duties for the england job now he's got a few big you know big questions to ask uh and as far as who he's going to select for the for, for the team because rooney uh will miss the first two games of the group standings because of the group games because of the uh, outstanding red card um so, you know, will he choose Rooney to play? Will he not choose Rooney to play? That's going to be the big question. So, um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I think it's a good selection. I think that, you know, he's got national team experience so with other national teams. And I think that I think that it's good. It's not Harry Redknapp, but it is an Englishman coaching England. And it is uh, someone with some, some experience. So I think, uh, I really hope he does well. Yeah, no, it'll be interesting to watch. Yes, indeed. Um, right. Well, I think we're we're out right about half an hour. Yeah, I think so. Is I got think, anything else? No, I don't really want to talk about the Manchester derby. So, I <laughs> oh can yeah, just, uh, move I, on from I that. Almost forgot about that. <laughs> remind you about? Uh, well, how depressed you must have been the other day. I was uh, I was in tears, especially because I missed work for it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I said I had a doctor's appointment when I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Your bosses aren't listening to this. Yeah, probably. They are, I doubt they are. They're not. They're not huge soccer fans. My my bosses. So uh, hopefully they're not listening to it. But um, yeah, I said that I had a doctor's appointment, which I didn't, and um, just to, you know to be able to watch the game. And it was uh, extremely, extremely disappointing. I'd rather than at work, huh? Yeah, almost. Yeah. So there's still two games left, so there's still a lot to go. Um, FA Cup Final on the weekend as well. Oh, yeah, we're going to get up early and watch that. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be tough because, yeah, I think the game starts at like 8 or 9, and then we're going to have to leave straight for Seattle after that finishes to catch the Philadelphia game. Yeah, it's going to be a big game of soccer, big day of soccer. Big day of soccer, yeah. All right, well, that about wraps it up. Hopefully you will kind of got a a lot of information as far as – uh, all the soccer that's going to be happening this upcoming week. And uh, thank you very much for listening to Studs Up Sounders. Once again, you can find us on Facebook if you search Studs Up Sounders, and on Twitter at Studs Up Sounders, and on iTunes, and on podbean.com. And on, if you just Google us, you'll find us everywhere. So, yeah, my name's Callum, and thank you very much for listening. And I'm Aaron Johnson. Thank you. <laughs>